Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mino Line Media presents the Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Kevin Waits again, and welcome to a new episode of Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits. I'm honored uh, to have a special guest on this evening. Uh, it is Women's History Month, and uh, we want to honor women. I want to honor women uh, throughout our history, but I want to do it locally. A lot of times, we we you know we we honor the great well-known historians and we forget about the gems that we have locally. So I'm excited to have my friend. I'm excited to have my brother, Mr. Marvin Neal on the show tonight. Welcome. Hey, good evening, Kev. Good to be here, man. Good to see you. All right. All right. Again, uh, let's start off. I'm so anxious just to get into it, but I, but I want you to start off by just telling the listening audience a little bit about yourself, your background, your education, in your family? Well, I grew up in Plantersville, a uh, small community in Plantersville, uh, Georgetown, South Carolina here. Uh, my, uh, I went to Choppy High School, uh, left there, went to the military, uh, retired in 1997, Chief Warrant Officer, uh, 10 college at Northwestern State University in uh, organizational management and Liberty University in in uh, counseling. Also, uh, after I left, I went to Santa Cooper. I spent 26 years at Santa Cooper. I uh, retired from there in 2019. And now I work with the uh, NAACP in Georgetown here. All right. Anything you want to share about your family? Uh, most definitely. Uh, I came from a family of uh, 13 children, uh, nine girls, uh, four, four boys, uh, uh, my mother was uh, Carrie Neal. She owned a restaurant here in Georgetown, a small area of Plantersville. Uh, my father, he was a concrete uh, finisher, very large, uh, well-known concrete finisher in the area. He was known as the man. Uh, great work uh, he'd done in the area. He had different areas, Regency Tower, uh, Landmark in Myrtle Beach, Cooper River Bridge. Those are some of just the projects that he worked on. Uh, he was an entrepreneur. Uh, he didn't believe in working for anyone. He believed in taking care of himself and his family and educating his children and stuff the best that he knew how. And uh, pushes young men to be men. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Well, first, man, I, you know, I, I definitely want to thank you for your service to our country and, and the service you're still providing through the NAACP. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Kev. Appreciate your uh, service also to the country. Uh, so, it is Women's History Month, and I want to highlight someone very near and dear to you uh, and talk about her impact on the community, her impact on the state, and her impact on this region. Marvin, can you tell us, uh, tell a listening audience about Miss Carrie Neal, who she was and what she meant to the community? Well, Jeff, I think uh, me and you have met when we first met. Was in this, you were in the sheriff's department in Georgetown. Uh, 
uh, you just came in 1997, and we met. That's right, man. You you got a pretty good memory, and you know what happened. Of course, you know they they talk about. Uh, you heard the term. He's a Kamya, right? Or he's a Benya, right? In the in the Gullah Geechee culture, Kamya or Benya. I was a Kamya, right? Grew up in Charleston, went in the military. This is my wife's home. So, you know, I'm a brand new deputy. And uh, one day I remember the guy said, hey, let's go eat lunch. And I said, okay, well, where are we going? Come on, let's go out to Miss Carey's. <laughs> so I'm thinking, Miss Carey, right? The only Carey, this, and I'm being, I'm keeping it real. The only Carey that I knew of was the Carrie from the horror movie when I was a kid. Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Carrie. Yeah. So I'm like, what you t- what y'all talking about? Man, we got to go out to Miss Carrie, man. She got some good eats out there. So off we go. And I'm just flipping the show all around because we ain't even following the script. But off we go. You know, we drive through the community. I'm like, man, where are we going? And we pull up to the restaurant. And Marvin, I got to tell you, when I hit the door, when I hit the door, it was like a common spirit. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was on duty, even though I had on the vest and the gun and all that stuff, it was like a common spirit. We sit down and, a, and an older lady came out. And, uh, and all I could think honestly was the, the grace the way she moved, you know what I'm saying? The way she talked reminded me of somebody like Cicely Tyson. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, somebody like Cicely Tyson. Warm spirit and just elegant. And man, from the time I bit into that food, I was hooked. You know what I'm saying? I was I was messed up. I was done from that point on. And that's yeah, we did meet there. I remember meeting you then. It was in 1997. You know, and Kev, you're saying that, you know, you're not the first to say that. You know, and her intention when she built the restaurant, really, my brother, Richard, my father promised her a restaurant, and and he died, you know. And my brother, Richard, he decided to push that promise on through. He's my oldest brother. You know, always, we, were, we, we grew up you know, stepping into that space, you know, where our fathers led us to and stuff, because that's what their intention was for us. And him and my mother built that restaurant, you know, and the family helped out some. And the intent of that restaurant was to be a bakery, just a bakery, because she loved to bake. She cooked phenomenal, but she loved to bake. And when she first started, she started just baking. Cinnamon rolls, she couldn't bake enough food there. It kept running out, running out. It was wearing her out. I mean, cinnamon buns and pies and cakes and cookies. You just name it, biscuit, cheese biscuits, all that come your Charleston gullet type food cuisine that you eat there. <laughs> so that was the intent, you know. And I've heard uh, people came through the door and, and uh, they just come in and get comfortable. I mean, there yeah. people were like her clients. They did not mm-hmm. come in as just a customers. They came in as a client and as a family to her, and that's the way she treated them. 
You know, she treats everyone special. If you wanted something done different, cooked different, she would do it on the spot for you. She didn't mm -hmm. believe in mm -hmm. harboring and stacking up food and chicken and stuff of that nature. She cooked it when you came through the door or you called her and tell her when you will be there and she have it ready for you. Because people used to come in and buy you sometime from the schools, you know, from the sheriff department, the city police department, county council. Everyone showed up in that plantation owners. It was just a place where, where people come, you know. So, so, and again, I'm not even following the script, man. We talking about Miss Carrie, and this show is dedicated to Women's History Month and honoring Miss Carrie Neal. So, you said something just now. You said plantation owners, correct? correct. Okay, so... For those of you who don't know um, across the country or across the state, you know, Marvin, can you talk a little bit about the history of the Plantersville community as it relates to plantations? Oh, Plantersville, man, this is the bedrock of, 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 of really uh, revitalizing the United States of America with the rice crop. This is one of the, uh, the richest soils pretty much in the nation where the rice crop grew, where they imported, you know, our ancestors out of Africa and other places, you know, to sustain that crop that really during the recession in that time, the rice crop was what saved the United States of America and brought them back on their feet. You know, plants will have right at, uh, I think it's right at eight plantations. And uh, my grandmother, she, 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 she grew up on one of those plantations, Nightingale. You know, uh, my great-grandmother, you know, she was on the back of slavery there, Miss Hester Miller and stuff. So the plantation really was, was it borders the Black River here in Georgetown and stuff, where they uh, where they irrigated, you know, the rice fields and stuff from adjacent to uh, Sandy Island in Bookerine Garden. You know, as a uh, the crow fly, we only about two miles, you know, as we were to look straight through the woods and stuff, so. The plantation really here, that was that was the bedrock. That's where the richest folks came out of, the plantations. And that's where all the old money came out of the plantation, still today. You know, still exists, but it's just a different approach now that we deal with plantation and plantation owners. So what made me even, first you brought the word up, you know, I was on the way home today. And, you know, I was looking up, plantations in and around Plantersville, the Plantersville community. And I didn't realize how many there were. And I got a list. You tell me if these ring a bell. Bates Hill. Most definitely. Bell Rive. Yep. Breakwater. Yep. Chicora yep. Wood. Darrowton. Yes, Exchange. Glenmore. Yep. Hasty Point. Holly Grove. Rosenbeck, Springfield Plantation. Yeah. So Marvin, tell me this. Tell me this. And I'm going to just ask. I'm going to just ask. I'm going to just ask. How in the hell does a African-American entrepreneur, a woman, find a way to run a successful business, right, on the same soil 
that her ancestors were enslaved on. Not only run a successful business, but bring people together. Because that's what we hadn't talked about yet. I can remember going in there and seeing senators, politicians, white, black. She, through her food, in her, her spirit, she brought people together. So I know that was a lot, but but how did she do it? How did that happen? Let, let me un- help unpack this, uh, Kev. I remember when she had her grand opening, and it wasn't a plantation owner, but it was a, a older white guy, you know, prominent in the community here, you know, and his father was uh, one of those that really pushed blacks hard and stuff with little pay. And he walked through the door and he asked my mother, because I was there, how could you survive in a small community like this and make a living? You know, my mother stopped him in his track and said, I didn't, I didn't build my restaurant to make a living. She said, this is my life. And he froze in his track. But that one guy, he raised his family, his children, and his grandchildren in the restaurant. The children wouldn't eat anywhere else as long as it was open. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Wow. They don't want McDonald's. They didn't want Kentucky Fried Chicken. They wanted Miss Carrie's food. And they made it clear. Take me around now. And the interesting Mm -hmm. thing about it, Mm -hmm. Kev, he uh he ended up with a black son-in-law. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the way things work, you know, and the restaurant was really a, an anchor beta for bringing people together. Black, mm-hmm. white, everyone. You know, people that yeah. you, that might have never had a conversation with someone. They had a conversation in that restaurant. Because one thing yeah. she did, she she introduced people. She communicated well, humble, great listener. And she gave everyone respect. You know, that, that's that's mm-hmm. one of her greatest gifts was how she was so humble, you know, from all, you know, respects of life, mannerism, you know, and she always taught that. The key to unlock doors, you know, and conversations mm-hmm. leads to opportunities. That was one of her, one of her yeah. greatest gifts, how to communicate with people. You know, and and just in in Heavy Stones play Hugo. That was mm-hmm. the only restaurant open in Georgetown. No, the man. same. The plantation owners brought up a a a a, a, a uh, container, freezer container with food. Mm-hmm. Brought the generator, filled it, maintained it, everything. Tell them just feed the people. We'll get a rest. Wow. That was doing. That was doing Hugo. The worst storm came through here and stuff. The only restaurant that was open. That's history. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's the that's the magnitude of what she have done in this community. And it taught so many lessons. You know, what you can do with persistence and faith, man. Because really it was just faith. You know, because my brother, he just mm. built it. They built it out of their pocket, man. It wasn't no overhead costs or nothing. That's why she was able to manage yeah and do what she did and kept the food at a cost where was where was peace mm-hmm. was the lowest cost in Georgetown. You know. Right. So 
Wow. It's just the things that she had done. Uh, and she went back to school at Culinary Arts School, you know, once she, uh, once my father died. She never worked again for anyone. She, When my father mm-hmm. died, she stopped work. She never went back to work, you know. And my brother was concerned about that. She, she, Man, you know, I'm beginning to worry about it. And that's what triggered him to build mm-hmm. the restaurant. And he was in the Navy at the time, driving from Key West, Florida on the weekends. To build the restaurant. Wow. So there was some challenges, and that was yeah. 1987. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Can you can you share with the listening audience the impact Miss Carrie had on someone, like when they first met? Just the impact she had on people she came in contact with. When you walk through that door, Kevin, you know even me, and that's my mother. When you walk through that door, you feel the spirit. Hmm. My mother had a a temperament that that it calmed the beast, man. She could look hmm. at you with that calm. You you know what my mother looked like, and yeah. she won't respond yeah. Yeah. until you come through that door and she said, "Good evening. Can I help you?" Every hmm. customer got hmm. that. It wasn't no big eye yeah. and little use, you know, and. She just had a means of, of her spiritual love, man. You know, and uh, yes, it taught me so much, man. You know, when I talk about, it, I get teary eyed because I can never mm-hmm. say enough about my mother, man. And she never had to raise her voice at, mm-hmm. at us or pretty much anyone yeah. else. You know, uh, yeah, her cooking is she she used as a mechanism for communication. Mm-hmm. Just bring right. people together. You know, it it was God's gift to her, and she used this to use it to the fullest. You know, wow. you know, it's it's so much to unpack and stuff. You know, uh, yeah. And I've I've never seen a woman like her. You know, uh, she took her foods. Her and Dr. Pringle they raised money from cooking cinnamon buns and chicken sandwiches to buy the first activity bus for Choppy High School, the historical black high school here. Wow. That's what bought the activity bus. Wow. Yeah. Riding around, wow. I was putting cinnamon buns in people's mailboxes and stuff at home. <laughs> they done paid for it and stuff. You know, my mother, we ride yeah. around, she had this go uh, Catalina, you know, uh, Pontiac. And mm. I was on the other side just putting cinnamon buns in mailboxes and stuff. Wow. Delivering the in the mail. mailbox. She was just humble with the people, wow. man. You know, because she, she cooked mm-hmm. at the uh, different restaurants on Myrtle Beach, you know, through her life. Then she right. went to Choppy High School and became the lunchroom manager there. Mm-hmm. And Jumpy Gathers and Robert Gathers and all those NFL stars, and they all went through there. And every time I see them, mm-hmm. they always tell me, your mother's responsible for the size that I am, you know? <laughs> Especially Robin and Irvin Parker and stuff, you know. They're just right, you know, you right. know, they're great, great people, man. You know, but they mother's mm-hmm, responsible. Mm-hmm. But they can't ever say enough about her, man. You know, they mm-hmm. just thank her right. to this day, you know, 'cause it's it's what we do, man. She treated everybody like her own children, yeah. man. You know. She's a special lady. Special yeah. lady. Now, to your recollection, how far away would people drive or fly? How how far away would people come just to eat at Miss Carrie's? 
Man, we have had people, uh, the lady from the Tim the Two Man Teller show, she was in there. They left photographs and stuff like that. Uh, Ted Turner come to the plantation, you know, doing squirrel hunting. He won't eat anywhere else. He come to Carrie's. You know, everybody bring everyone on the plantation comes to Carrie's. Uh, the Sassers, Dr. Sasser knows out of Conway. Every Thursday, they'll come down and she had to have them, she had to cook a half a chicken for each one of them. Because they were coming just for chicken, you know. And that was a consistent thing that they were doing out there. Uh, so you said, and I hate to interrupt you, but I just got to make sure I get this right. Ted Turner? Yeah. From where? Now, which which Ted Turner Time are you talking about? communication. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. So he's come out of squirrel hunting and stuff on the plantations and stuff. You know, it's it, it just unlimited. She used, to, she used to fly pies and stuff, you know, ship pies to California and cakes, fruit cakes, rum cakes. I mean, cookies. You know, when they leave there, they ask her, could she, and she just ship it to them, man. You know, people just never could get enough of carries. When I was overseas, me and my brother in the military, in Korea, in other places, even here in the States. I would get a box in the middle, a big box, man, with rum cakes and cookies mm-hmm. and just enough to feel pretty much a platoon, man. It's cheap. <laughs> because wow. when she first sent it to me in Korea, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't a lot, but it was a good portion of nice rum cake and fruit mm-hmm. cake and stuff was over the holiday, Christmas and stuff. And the next time, man, she shipped me so much stuff, man. You know, they kept my box in the orderly room. And the first side of them, tell them after formation, just line up at the orderly room. Uh, side Neil, you know, got some some Christmas surprise for us and stuff. All those cookies <laughs> and stuff, man. Wow. Kept huge cookies, Kevin. Huge cookies. Mm. I mean, nuts wow. and, and uh, chocolate chip. Just a variety, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. I think I got promoted, you know, based on those cookies, man. You know, because I accelerated promotion <laughs> over there, man. <laughs> That's crazy. You may have. You may have. But I'll tell you one thing that I know. Um, it always seemed like Miss Carrie cooked with love. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can tell when somebody put their heart, heart and soul in the dish. It wasn't just rushed or cooked up mm-hmm. real fast. She cooked that food. uh with her, with her heart, with love. Kevin, my mother, she cooked. No one touched her pot. No one. That was the bottom line. She, the only thing you could cook in the back of that kitchen was a burger, and she watched you cook. Make sure it was wasn't overcooked. Make sure those lettuce and tomatoes were fresh, and you slice it properly, and everything had a have to be organized and you couldn't put food all over the plate when you're fixing people's food she she fed people in glassware she didn't believe in no paper products mm. or nothing unless you had a carry out you had silver you had plates on the table when you sat down she didn't mm. believe in that mm. you know she said people are going to come here and eat this might be the only home that they know when they leave out of here so I'm going to make sure they are wow. welcome, and they always come That's back right. to churches. You know, wow. conventions. They she cook for them, take food to the churches, drop it off. Eastern stars. I mean, you just name it, man. She catered. 
and she couldn't carry it enough, and she had to cut it off. It's too much. Because what she did, wow. she don't like to carry the large because she don't want to lose mm -hmm. the quality of her food by pushing right. it and rushing it. So, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, Marvin, what is uh, the greatest life lesson, if you had to pick one, the greatest life lesson that Miss Carey taught you? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, well, focus on your gift. Uh, hmm. She said God gave everybody a gift. If we stay focused on the things that God gave us, we all will be successful. This is so many times that uh, my mother made us work hard, but work hard at what you're good at. Don't try to do somebody else. She says enough of you by itself. Work on you and everything else will be fine. And that worked for me. You know, uh, she said everything in the world is nothing new. And everything deserves, you know, uh, God's greatest attention. And he said, a pathway mm -hmm. to your success is to God, that Bible. She said, everything is in there. You know, and she says, nothing wrong but praying. But once you get up, work hard at what you went down there for. You know, because God is not going to come back and do it for you. But we'll make sure mm -hmm. that that, we talk about that open door. He'll open that door for you yeah. if you're willing to walk through mm -hmm. there. But be prepared. And she always said, don't ask God for these broad stuff. Be specific when you ask God for what you want, and he'll mm -hmm. give it to you. She said, because if you ask for something broad, you might get something that you don't want. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So it sounds like, like what, what she, the greatest lesson was, is she taught you to, to lean in on your gifts. You got that right. That God gave you. Because we all got them. Yeah. Right? And she said, everything yeah. is pleasing yeah. to God if you do it in good taste. Mm -hmm. In good God's taste. way. You know. Uh, wow. She said, everything was her thing. Her thing would give God the glory. Mm. That's my mother. Mm. Everything was about God. Mm. Do we do we forget to do that sometimes? Oh, so many times. Yeah. Sometimes I jump, sit to the table and I start eating after pause. After I'm chewing on the first <laughs> bite. You know. Yeah. You just have to slow it down, man. Yeah. We take it for granted sometimes. Somebody say, hey, Marvin. Hey, man. Hey, congratulations on your new job. You know. Yeah. Hey, thank you, man. Sometimes I have to go back to, man, thank God. You know what I'm saying? But you have to take okay. a step back, okay. man, because it wasn't you, yeah. man. You know, because right. we are living off the shoulders of our mothers and our ancestors mm -hmm. that, that really paid a pretty a hefty price, Kev. You know, right. and that's enough within itself, you know, to continue to give God glory, man. And then we have to teach that to yeah. our children, you know. That's right. Yeah. So we all grew up during a time when the older folks in the community, they ran the village, yeah. right? They didn't depend on on any on government or, or schools or anything to raise the kids, you know. That started at home right and so being exposed to that and being around older folks i remember as a kid there was always a saying for seemed like for everything um a humble child shall taste oh. the grace right 
A Boston child will die yeah. cursed. Manners will get yeah. you where money can't. I'd rather have friends than yeah. money. Right? Be careful to the people on the way up because you're going to meet them saying people on the way down. Right? What was Miss Carrie saying that no matter where you were, whether it be Korea, whether it be in Iraq, wherever you was, that would always come back and resonate with you and center you when, when things felt like they were out of control? She, it, it was this thing. Uh, I know a lot of people say, you know, what would Jesus do? You know, mm-hmm. my mother, man, she always say, you know, just pray for somebody else other than yourself sometime. Mm. You know, she said, because if you do that, that humbles you. Don't always focus on yourself. She said, even pray for your enemies. Yeah. You know, and she, mm. she always said, keep fighting. Because the battle is already won, but know who sent you into the battle. You know, those are Mm -hmm. some of the things, you know, you know, put God first. Her thing was always put God first in your fight. And you can't Mm -hmm. lose. It was always. And that's funny. And and you can't lose. Mm -hmm. You're right. It's funny. (laughs) You reminded me of something. It's good to talk. You don't say it is good to talk. You triggered something and reminded me of the fact my dad used to say something along them same same lines, but he said it a different way. He would say, Kevin, we're all actors in God's production. And I didn't understand it as a kid. I would think real talk. I'd be like, man, what is he talking about? Man, he tripping. But you get older, you get wiser, and you realize what you just said. The battle's already won, right? And if we actors, just like in the movies, we got a script. Yeah. Play it out. Just play it yeah. out. And, and you know, in, in terms of the stress and the worryation, if we're act, if we're truly actors in God's production, why would that anxiety and that stress and all that stuff yeah. already, why would it impact us knowing that all we're doing is playing our yeah. part? I'm telling you, man, you know, I I could just sit down and listen to older folks talk all day. You know, and uh, Kev, you hit so much in this podcast. You know, uh, my mother used to always say there's nothing new under the sun. So why, why are we trying to do something so much different? She said, it's nothing new. She said, we need to advance on what we are doing. But the Bible is always the pathway. Everything we are doing and everything that you see is in that Bible. She used to always tell me that. Hmm. And I recognize that, Kev, the more I, you know, go back to Sunday school and teach Sunday school. And when you start teaching, Mm -hmm. man, it forces you to study because you're going to be asking questions that you have to deal with, especially when you're dealing with 13 to 17-year-olds. So the more I dig in there, man, I I always see my mother in my studies. And I get that niche and wow. I get the wow moment, man, because it's all there. You know, and I was I was a good child. You know, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people say, man, the way you work and what you do with the NAACP, man, you must have been a rough young man. I was a good child. 
I was a prepared young man. And I and I, I knew how to stand in the battle from the time I left home because, you know, my mother gave me that armor when I left a Bible in my hand. She said, you keep that with you. The battle ain't yours. If I already know that, you know, and that's my teaching, you know, yeah. it, 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 you have to be prepared, man. But what prepares you is the question. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of our challenges mm -hmm. today. What prepares you and how we are preparing for these battles, man? Because there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under it's the nothing, sun. I love that. Know. I love that. Hmm. So Marvin, I know this may be an emotional question I'm about to ask you, but 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 I gotta ask, and, and all I want you to do is just do the best you can. That's all I want you to do. But I'd like to know, I'd like to hear from you if Miss Carrie was on this podcast right now. If she was here, right, just like you could see me, you could see her in the frame. If Miss Carrie was here right now, what would you say to her? Man, first thing I'll say, Kev, I miss you so much. Hmm. You know, and I, I just tell her thank you for having me as a son. You know, because uh, I can have a better mother, you know, and and thank you for giving me everything that I needed to thrive, not to survive. Mm. You know, she prepared me well, man, you know. Yeah. And I, was, I would also say God made you just for me, mm. just for me, you know, because my mother was personal to me, man. Yeah. And... And I would tell you, you're the best that God given to mankind. Hmm. You know, beyond Jesus. But you know, yeah. I, there was no person like my mother. And and Kev, the, the thing is about that. Other people says the same thing about my mother was. Mm -hmm. And you'll be surprised, man. I, I, you know, I miss that woman so much. You know, it's something about her that I just can't let go. And I don't want to let go. And I'm not going to mm. let go because it's a good thing. It keeps yeah. me where I need to be, bro. You know, and yeah. I... Yeah. yeah. I know that's a tough one. It's tough. Thing, but you know, uh, you mm. know, yeah. And I appreciate you being transparent, Boy. man. But you know what? Even though we can't see her on this platform, man. what you said just made her smile. And I know it. And I've seen her smile. You know what I'm saying? Um, what you just said made her smile. Yeah, I know that for her, a fact. Her smile would, would, would calm a room, man. You know, make everybody. Yeah. She will smile and you will smile. If you had mm -hmm. a frown on your face, you would mm -hmm. smile, man. I've seen yeah. guys that people overlook walk through mm -hmm. the door of that restaurant. And, you know, a lot of them come in with, don't come in there, but they get to the door, they start pulling up your pants, you know, putting the shirt on, clothing mm -hmm. their shirts up and tighten, tighten up, up, man, you know, yeah. just to walk through that door yeah. because it's not that they fear of what you're going to say. 
they don't want to disrespect mm-hmm. her and they don't want her to say don't know what it she is. always say don't just dis- don't disrespect yourself because you're better than that my mother was an mm-hmm. inspirator man mm-hmm. you know she 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 moved people to yeah. the next level she tell right. people you're better than that people be down they go to her she lift them up and they'll never forget her mm-hmm. i mean from the church house still today yeah. talk about my mother how they how she have just kept them together when they're about to fall apart. Yeah. And I know that feeling. That's right. I know that feeling, but I mm-hmm. never felt that I was about to fall apart, Kev. Because, man, she packaged yeah. me well, man. You know, and I, yeah. I can't think that woman enough. Yeah. You wow. Know? So, Marvin, um, switching gears a little bit, what would Miss Carrie say about everything that's going on right now? Uh, within our communities and across the country and, and, and in the world. You know what I'm saying? Knowing what type of person she was in terms of her humility and her love and her common spirit. What do you think she would say about everything that's going on right now? She would... She, in some sense, she would be disappointed. But she will always, man, tell you to keep fighting. Because God is able and in charge anyhow. And mm-hmm. what we see now is nothing new. We just have to prepare and pray harder for it. You know, and uh, she put God first in your fight. Because yeah. she said, if it's worth having, it's worth fighting for. You know, and she said, she always remind me that that especially people of color. You are chosen people. She said, God chose us. Mm. Because the world would be so bad off if it didn't have black people. She said, even Mm. our enslavement brought out the best of us so the world could stand on its own. She said, because everything that was invented was invented by color and came out of darkness into the light. And she'll tell us, mm. you keep fighting. No matter how much people oppress you or suppress you, keep fighting because, mm-hmm. because she, because she believed black people will save the world. And she always mm. remind me, it mm. saved us in all the wars. Tuskegee Airmen, yeah. the Buffalo Soldiers, you just name it, man. Mm. Eventually, they're going to have to call on us to bring them out of that darkness into the light. Mm. And that that she would say, just keep fighting. It's nothing new. She said in the last year, and she was a NAACP member, my mother, mm-hmm. you know, and she will always remind people to vote. How important it is to vote. Yeah. She said, if you want it, every vote counts. Go get it. Yeah. It, it, you know, it just, she was one of these people, man. And she, she was my Harry Tubman, man. You know, Mm, strong, right. you know. She was a, my mother. Mother was a petite woman, man. Maybe 138 pounds, mm-hmm. soaking wet. But man, she could move mountains, man. Yeah. Well, she was definitely an awesome okay. lady, and uh, you know, I thank you for coming oh, on. Because uh, I told you when I called, I reached out. I told you I was led, man. Uh, you know, Women's wow. History Month. I definitely wanted to shout out and highlight Miss Carrie Neal. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't just about a restaurant or her cooking. I mean, I've, I saw it. She brought people 
together. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was just so important. Uh, and I thought it was worth highlighting uh, and talking about. So I thank you. Um, you know, yeah, we met 97 wow. right there. But I thank you for sharing um, your mom with the community. And, and on our last note, Kev, you know, uh, I might miss some things, but just, just the, the baseball and football, Little League teams in the area, tutoring program, mm -hmm. the village group, you know, uh, my mother catered to all those. She sponsored mm. all those programs, Little League football. She just bought all the uniforms, clothes, whatever. She was a giver, man. Wow. She was a giver, you know, and, and I just want to close on that note. You know, we got to just gotta keep giving, man, you know, because we are, we are blessed, keep man. Giving. We are blessed generation. Man. We just got to recognize yeah. it, man. A, a good friend of mine told me one time, they said, Kev, you, you got to give until it hurts. Oh, yeah. Give until it hurts, oh, yeah. right? That's when you know you're giving enough. And, and it keeps coming. Give until it hurts. So I want to end it on that note. Give until it hurts, and there's nothing new under the hey, sun. Thank you for bringing me on. Thank you, Marvin, for coming on. Would you come I'll back? I'll come back 10 times, man. You know, you're my BFF, man. You know? All right. <laughs> hey, you're my, right. you're my battle. Awesome. You're my battle buddy, man. Hey. hey All right. Man, appreciate All right. it. Well, you just listen. You've just listened to another episode of Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits. It's Women's History Month, and we are shouting out loud, as loud as we can shout it, to Miss Carrie Neal for her contribution to local history and everything she's done for the community. All right? So until next time, peace. The Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast is hosted and produced by Kevin Waits, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcasts. Find Kevin Waits on Facebook at Kevin Waits and join the Safe Conversations group. Follow the Mino Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mino Line Media. Get the Mino Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.